You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the LineStar app. It is me, it is Chris Meany, and it's you, and we are here breaking down the games for you, MLB DFS style and Chris Meany. LineStar app had it right yesterday with Joe Musgrove, but the rain the rain ruined it for him. What a bummer. He was cruising three innings, four strikeouts. It looked like gold, Jerry, like gold. Like and gold. Just, like gold. And it just, oh, my goodness. And I'm watching it, and I'm going to myself, look at this. Look at this. Line Star app does it again. Unfortunately, Mother Nature undid it. But uh, you can't really fight Mother Nature. Or can you, Chris? Well, I mean, you could try. You probably won't be. <laughs> you'll try, but you'll fail. <laughs> yeah, but you'll fail for sure. Yeah, you know, Linestar was all over two straight weeks. We, we've we kind of been on the Joe, Joe Musgrove train as just a value. And I got burned yesterday by it, too. I mean, he was rolling the delay. It hurt him. But, you know, rostering him, it allowed you to go up at the top if you wanted to go to Corbin, which there was a little bit of a delay there, too. Corbin escaped that delay. Um, didn't get the win, was fine though, 7K through through seven. And, and it was Zach Allen who, you know, suffered because of the delay as well. He had to, we mentioned yesterday that Miami is going to be cautious with him. That was, that was obvious. As soon as the delay happened, I knew he wasn't going to get back into the ball game. Uh, but yeah, Musgrove, if you rostered him and you and you just stacked up on the on the Rockies and the Astros, or you had some Red Sox, it was looking really good. It was oh, yeah. looking really good for me over there. Um, oh, it was looking real good for a while we, there, I think. And then yeah, we just we just got burned from Musgrove, and we and we did get burned as well with the with the White Sox and the Tigers game. I was expecting a lot of runs, at least from the Chicago side of things. I thought it was a contrarian little sneaky stack against Matthew Boyd, but uh, unfortunately, Mother Nature got us. That's what happens sometimes. Well, let's do a little fly around of yesterday's action. David Price got the win. We talked about him being the best return there on the board, and he was pretty much. I mean, he was well-priced. He was priced under the Charlie Mortons of the world, under the boys of the world even. And there was a little hesitancy because Thornton had been pretty decent, but you know what? Red Sox jumped on him early. You got Devers with not one but two bombs in that one. So, again, he continues to be a great rebound guy. I wrote about him in the baseball black book this year being in the sense of, look, this guy's so young still. Everybody loved him going into last year. Just because he failed to live up to expectations doesn't mean he's a failure. Buy back in. And if you did in season long and you listened to the black book, you did all right. You had uh, Christian Yelich, Eric Thames, Mustakas, and your boy who you mentioned, Eugenio Suarez, go yard yesterday in Cincinnati he is he is hot right now he is in fuego uh and Puig went yard as well Zach Wheeler didn't get the W but he did keep the Yankees in check so uh there you have it there's his little audition you like that yeah I mean I I could I didn't understand the price on both sites I didn't get it but I mean he was good he was good enough he was good he was good hey he's like hey you mean I can go across town to a team that's winning yeah. Let me get my fancy shoes on. Let me get my good cleats on and no go doubt. out there and pitch well. Uh, Charlie Morton goes to nine and two. Again, one of the chalky plays. But the guy that was kind of polarizing on the show yesterday, and I loved him on uh, one site, and that was Nola. Nola yeah. was the guy that I, I thought was a great opportunity because I didn't think much of Keuchel. He's, I'm trying to remember yesterday 
it was the price was on the uh, on the DK side, correct? He was a big discount, right? Yeah, he was a he was a discount over on the DK side, and yeah, I mean, go back and look at his last three starts, and they're the Nola of old, right? I mean, he's got yeah. twenty eight strikeouts in his last three outings, and he's only allowed one earned run, so it's back to back. And it's the walk totals too, Chris. Yeah, it's the efficiency absolutely. and the location, the walk totals, and I think Nola's gonna have a huge second half. He's gone to seven and two now. That ERA drops down to three eight nine. To me, when you're looking at Nola, I think this is a no-brainer where you, you get a look at him and say, okay, this is a dude where there's going to be a really good opportunity for him. To, you could buy low on him in season long, but even DFS going forward for the next couple of weeks, I don't know how long it's going to take the algorithm to really catch up with him on some of these matchups, but last night was a tough matchup. On the one site, he was priced appropriately, and you know what? He paid off big time. Uh, I was wrong about Mike Miner. I thought the Angels might come out a little sluggish out there and you know what they actually got to mike minor in this one minor kind of got to himself too many yeah walks. you know what it was joe you're right yeah. it was minor getting to himself you, you and they're talking about on the broadcast man that was a tough game really for for me to watch i can't imagine what the teammates and everybody playing yesterday on both sides of it too yeah, i they imagine felt. tough yeah you know? both for both sides. teams kind of awkward respect you know, for just, texas because yeah. they never had any walk-up music for any of their players they wanted to have the moment of silence each player wanted to have a moment of silence for skaggs as they went up to the plate they hit a home run in the game usually fireworks go off and music they didn't do any of that last night either and you know what maybe just that extra day of rest uh you know mark ubiza the a former pitcher himself and the oh, color yeah? guy for the angels was talking about you know that extra day of rest sometimes throws you off you feel stronger as a pitcher and sometimes you would think that'd be a good thing um, but you're overthrowing some of your pitches, and that's what Mike Miner was doing. He was just missing yeah. on some of his location, some of his pitches. Yeah, that's uh, but good job there, well handled there by the Texas organization for sure. Uh, we got the runs we were expecting. We hit the over in Colorado, so if you oh, have yeah. the over, we He's hit that pretty darn good. It's going to get a little more complex today. But my boy Jose Altuve with the four hit game, uh, Trevor Bauer with another W, so he's back on track. Noah's back on track. We're back on track, and we are ready to get after it because today is Wednesday. It's a new day. Yes, it is. And uh, let's, let's kick it off, baby. Let's just go right for it. Let's and let's it. start with the Cubs and the pirates. So we got you Darvis against the gas can, Chris Archer. And I'm going to tell you right now, I will take a shot with you Darvish today. I don't think it's crazy. I think we're actually in a good position to do it because of how bad Archer has been. So that's my feeling of it in terms of the price. Look, uh, 8.6 on FanDuel. Okay. Over on the yeah. DK side, you know, it's it's a, a little bit of a different pricing there. So um, let's get at actually, I'm sorry, on FanDuel, 7.2, 8.6 on DraftKings. So I correct myself there. Um, but Chris, when you're looking at this, that's a pretty darn good value, don't you think, on the FanDuel side for a tournament arm tonight with Colorado in play? Yeah, no, I I, I definitely think that it is. So I, I, anytime I can get, you know, Darvish, I think, away from Chicago, uh, it's not a bad thing. You look at the splits, a 6.23 ERA at home over 47 oh, innings. Six. Yeah, he's getting roughed up at home. Guys are hitting 249 off of him, you know, 354 slugging. 12 of the 18 home runs he's allowed have come at Wrigley Field. And on the road, it's a good sample. There are 42 innings there for him, 3.59 ERA, only six bombs allowed. And, and opponents are hitting 191. And a Woba that's 286. So, yeah, this Pirates lineup, they're scoring some runs. The first two games of the series, they I think they put up over 20. But this is a decent spot for Archer, or for Darvish, rather, at this price on the road. I, and and you know what? Chicago Bats probably going to wake up tonight against Archer. Because let's be honest, everybody well, against I mean, Chris Archer. This against He's like this. a stone-cold black cup of coffee, man. He, just, he wakes you right up. 
Oh. And he's like, hey, let's go hit because it's, it's you know, yeah. and I'll tell you what, Darvish over the last 29 innings, 32 Ks, eight walks. Yep. So the walks have been in check. And more to the point, too, he's given up just 20 hits over that span. So he's been tough to square up, which is the old Darvish. The Darvish, when he first came over, even though the walk total sometimes would fluctuate, he was tough to square up. He was not so much the case at certain times in his career lately, but so far over the last 30, a little bit better version. I think it's 7.2 tonight. He's a perfect tournament arm. Let's go over. Uh, and look, one thing to point out, too, you finally got Javier Baez floating up there at four. So that discount that we've been talking about last week has disappeared for Javier Baez. He's now Never. four. He was in that mid-three range. It's um, five now your... on DK. Oh, yeah. Oh, forget it. I mean, we, yeah. I mean, come on. We're broken records about the DK <laughs> pricing on the batting. But, you know. But yeah. you know what? If you still want to, if you want to go alternative from Colorado tonight, I think it could stay there. You could stay there with Rizzo, Baez, Bryant, and and make it work with Darvish. It's not hard. It no, is not I, hard with Darvish at seven point two to make that work. No, not at all. And you know, I even like Schwarber on top of the lineup. I think he's been a value on both sides. So he, I mean, he stayed pretty much the same price for a few weeks now. Uh, I know he's since a little bit of a slump. He went yard the other day, but if you're gonna do it, I mean, you can easily get those four in. Those are the four you want to get in. But yeah, Baez for me, I think Baez and Rizzo are the two that I want to spend up for. I mean, Brian and Baez are typically a little bit better against lefties, but Rizzo and Baez are in pretty good spots tonight. Now, last time out, Chris Sale did not deliver his return on investment. He was very, very expensive, high 11s. He's back there today, 11-8 on DK, 11-2 on the FanDuel side. But the matchup is good against Jacob Wagonspack. Yep. And I mean, you just can't make this stuff up this year. Like <laughs> some of the names... The, you know, <laughs> oh man, this might be one of my favorites. Actually, Jacob like, Wagaspack, Wagaspack, like Wagaspack. Kidding me? Absolutely, Wagaspack. Guy... <laughs> it's just fun to say. I it encourage all of you say. listening at home or in the office, even if you got your earbuds in the office in your cubicle right now, just say out loud, just one time, just one time, say Wagaspack, Wagaspack, and, and try to say it without smiling. I bet you can't do it. You, you can't, can't do, do it. it. You can't do, you it. do it. But like, and it's we... probably a W here for sale. It's gonna be chalky, but. I, I guess here's the other question. It's, he's got to get that, you know, double digit strikeout, big time upside. When you're in the 11 range, that's what you got to do. I think he can do it tonight. And I didn't think he could do it last time. We were right about that. How do you feel about sale tonight against the Jays? Yeah, I'm going to roll him out there. I think people who who did last time out, I think it was two starts ago, he had an outing against the Jays. And, you know, he got roughed up in the first out and gave up a home run, three runs. But he settled down. And he, he finished with eight strikeouts. That's not what you want, obviously. You're going to spend near 12k on a, on a pitcher you want him to at least go seven or eight innings i mean sale has been held to six or fewer in three straight outings and it's been against the white Sox, blue jays and orioles so you're like what is going on but he's still striking out a ton of guys and i i guess that's part of it you know a couple of years ago sale changed like his tune he was pitching to contact he wasn't get as, getting as many strikeouts and he said he wanted to go deeper into ball games but this year he's just he hasn't been going that deep into ball games that's my only concern with him but i mean the Red Sox are minus 300 favorites here. Like they're going to, yeah. they're going to win the ball game against right. Waggis back. Right. Like they're yeah. going to get it done. So I have no problem spending up. Maybe we'll get him with a low ownership. I think you can do it in cash. It could maybe put you in a tough spot actually in cash. Like you probably won't have that balance. I like it in tournaments. Cause I'd like taking those shots on those, on those lower price bats. Like for example, Jose Martinez, we threw out there yesterday at two, four, like that guy went yard. Like that, those are the type of guys you'll have to get in there if you. I gotta you say, we've been sale. we've been very good about that. We've been very good about finding those those lineup builders, like we call them, those guys yeah, that are foundational. That a lot you have to, and um, you know, we've also leaned much more heavily towards playing on Fanduel 
because of the offensive pricing and because it allows you even in cash you get that big time pitcher and kind of settle in and let that carry over the pay line and most of the time it has all right let's go uh to the next one here which is milwaukee at cincinnati again lots of fireworks before fourth of july yesterday a lot of dingers we got sunny gray at home against Shasin in this one can sunny gray do enough here uh, against this Milwaukee lineup in Cincinnati because, you know, Gray's been pretty good this year. So I guess the question is, are we looking at more offense today or is Sonny Gray going to kind of right the wrong of yesterday's game? I'm going to look at more offense. Yeah, I think there's going to be some more runs scored in this game for sure. I mean, Chassin, I'm I'm not buying into. Uh, this guy's allowed 15 home runs. He's only had 15, 15 starts this season. And Sonny Gray is, yeah, he's been good, but lately uh, he's kind of looking like the Sonny Gray of old, right, with the walks. I mean, he just faced Milwaukee a couple outings ago. He allowed two homers, four walks. He only lasted four and a third. If you look through the game log, early in the season, he was keeping the ball on the ground. He wasn't allowing a home runs. Uh, and now it's just five in his last three outings. It's six walks in his last three outings. And he's walked at least three guys in, in like four of the last eight. So the control just hasn't been there. And I'm I'm actually pretty surprised with his price at 9-2. Like, that's, that's a little surprising to me. Uh, I... I if you want to be ultra contrarian, contrarian on on the Vandal side as a, as a standalone, be my guest. But for me, I'm stacking bats. I want some bats. I want Suarez again. I like Scooter Jeanette. In well, the four I was spot. just going to get to that one. Cheap. Yeah, Scooter hitting in the four spot now at two nine on Fanduel. So talk that, about lineup that, builders. That's probably helping Suarez out a little bit too. I mean, you two know what? Games in a row, is. he's been in that four spot and he's since he went yard in both games. It probably is, and you know what? I think you're right. Suarez, Gannett, and maybe even Puig again because Puig can be a streaky player sometimes. Yes. All three of those guys: three five two nine three one on Fanduel. Uh, so you're getting a good value there on the on the DK side. Suarez is up to four seven, but Scooter's just three nine. So Scooter's a good lineup builder guy again. He's under four K. That's a positive there. Uh, and I would, you know, it's funny that Puig is actually more than Suarez right now. He's actually four nine. Suarez is four seven, but uh, certainly a good opportunity there. And I agree on FanDuel. The Reds are very much in play against Justine tonight. Let's go to the next one because this is complicated for me. We're both a fan of John Means. John Means has pitched very well this year. The last three outings, he's only gone five innings, and he's gotten a win in two of them, which is great and all. But now the price is eight six. He's on the road against the J against the Rays, which I'm fine with. You know, you got the opener and Stanek today and all that good stuff. So I, I guess here's the thing. I, I still like it, but now that the price has gone from seven five to eight to now eight six on FanDuel and eight four on DK, do you like it as much? I, I have hesitation here. Do you have hesitation with means tonight? Yeah, I noticed the price too. I was like, ah, because he's been such a good value. We've you're right, we've been all over him. I don't mind him. I still think he is in, in terms of the slate tonight, there's not a lot of value on the board in terms of pitching. Like I don't really feel like there are. There are not a lot of guys that I feel great about. So I still Well, think that's why he, I took a shot early with Darvish when I looked at the slate yeah, and I'm thinking to myself, all right, there's an opportunity where I'm looking for the W. They can beat him. They can beat Chris Archer, and that's what I'm looking for tonight. Strikeouts and the W, and I think at that seven six, I mean that's that's a no brainer return on investment. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the value play of the knife in terms of pitching. And for means that's why you can't, that's why there's that hesitation. I'm sure on your side and it's slightly on mine too, not just because the price has risen up a little bit because can he go in there and get that win and it's going to be tough for him. But I mean, he's been, it's been three or three or fewer runs in, in 12 of his 13 starts. He's been so good. And the race have the second highest strikeout against lefties. He has an outing against the Rays where, you know, he didn't allow any runs. It was only a couple innings, but he still had success against them. I 
I don't think I'll go there, but if you're looking to spend down on pitching, just two value arms, Means and Darvish, if you want to go both of them on DK, that will allow you to get Brewers, Reds, Astros, Rockies. That's the way to do it. Agreed. I agree with you 100%. All right, let's move on to the next one. Domingo Armand, big gap here in price against Jason Vargas, okay? 10K. Yeah, 10K on DK, and then on FanDuel, 8-1. So a huge difference there between these two, and he's facing Jason Vargas. So, I mean, you've got some right-handed power in this lineup here. You're going to have Judge, obviously, in the two-hole. Aaron Hicks possibly moving up to the three-hole in this one tonight. Uh, so keep a keep a close eye on that and make sure that is anyone on Carnacion, Sanchez. There's a ton of right-handed power, even Torres, too, in this lineup tonight, where, I mean, it's it's you want to talk about alternate stacks tonight? Yeah. I'm going to double down with the Yankees. Maybe I didn't get it yesterday, but I'll double down with it today. And I think there's a good opportunity for it. What do you think about uh, I'm staying away from Norman, though? I don't yeah. like I don't like the return on investment there. No, me neither. He's way too expensive. And, you know, the Mets don't strike out a ton. And, you know, I just can't get there with Herman. Like good, good first half. Strikeouts are there. Strikeout per nine or whatever. But uh, I, I certainly can't get there. This is probably out a month. You know what I mean? That's he yeah. hasn't pitched in a month. And we're going to throw him up there at 10. Now, 8.1. I get it because you're searching for the W. But I don't know. It's I struggle with this one. I like no, the Yankee he, offense more than I like Herman. Yeah, you're right. I mean, June seventh is the last time he's pitched, and you know his last four starts before that, he had given up seven home runs. So in in four outings, so he was he had come back down to earth. Like after that hot start, like he had a cake, a easy easy schedule to start the season, he and did. then he started to get lit up. But this is probably the outing where Vargas comes crashing down as well, right? I mean, because he's still been pretty good. He has. He has. It's amazing. Mean, but you're right. There's so many. It's it's so tough for any left-handed pitcher to go. Up he's the definition of smoke and mirrors for me right now. Of course. Yeah, you should. Like, it's all just propped up. And you're just waiting. it's like that house of cards. And you're going to pull that one card away. And everything comes crashing down. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like that card tonight is going to be the Yankee lineup. It's going to be those right-handed bats just pummeling Jason Vargas. I think they will tonight. I really do. Yankees right. and Darvish? decent decent Yankees and Darvish I can deal with that now what about Nick Pavetta we gotta throw him into this conversation too because Pavetta is just 6.2 and I do too and now he's he's going against Bryce Wilson who we all know has talent but you wonder about how long he lasts in this game so what's your take on this one because I like uh, I'll put it again you know I think that kind of like how we experienced recently with the twins coming back down to earth a little bit after a torrid run I think this we're kind of experiencing the same thing with Atlanta right now. Yeah, I think we are too. You know, Wilson is definitely, he shouldn't be on anybody's radar. I mean, the fact that he's seven, three and he only has two starts and he's given up 11 hits and eight runs and eight innings and five walks and two, like he just doesn't have numbers. Like he hasn't even pitched into the fifth yet. So I don't understand that price at all. And for, for Pavetta, you know, yesterday it's I was scary. a little cautious it's, with Aaron Nola. Yeah, I was scary, and he doesn't have that same pedigree as Aaron Nola. But no, the price and he hasn't been as good. Is, no, he hasn't been nearly as good. But the price at that price point, I mean, in tournaments, why not? Yeah, I think it's only a tournament play. I think yeah, oh, this sure. is the one where you go a thousand. You save a thousand dollars basically between him and Darvish as a secondary pitcher. And, you know, I, I get it. Like, I, I, I get it tonight. And I think the ownership actually might be low because it's Atlanta. And as good as Wilson is, I mean, I, it's just really difficult for me to 
I don't know. I just I feel like Pavetta might have that better situation there. So let's, you know, go to the tail of tape and let's talk a little bit about it and use the Line Star app because we talked about, you know, some of these other pitchers here. And it's funny because Herman we just went through. So Herman is actually listed on the FanDuel side right above Bryce Wilson. So some of the stats here, Philadelphia's lineup has a 21 and a half K rate versus righties, but a 330 uh uh Woba against right-handed pitching and also a 195 ISO against righties. So there's definitely some numbers there that I think should give you pause on Wilson for some people who just want to get the hot new toy in there. Yeah, I'm not interested in Wilson at all. Not at all. I mean, like I said, he's this is his third start and he hasn't pitched over five innings. Like he's four and a third is his is his career high. <laughs> so Yeah. Like, yeah, I hear you. I, I'm just, I'm just not going to go there with him and, and the walks, right? I mean, I mean, he's walked, he's walked 11 guys in 15 career outings. So yeah, I'm not going to go there. I'd rather just take a shot on Pavetta. I mean, he's, this would be the third time he's faced the Braves. It's been 10 innings. He's got 10 K like, at least we know that a strikeout per inning against Atlanta. So yeah, it's, it's 100% risky, but it's a tournament play. And again, it will allow you to get Yankees and to get Rockies and to get Astros, wherever you want to go offensively, you can do it. And if Pavetta can just go five or six with six or seven strikeouts and two runs, I think you'll you'll be satisfied with that outing. All right, let's go and talk about Ariel Urado a little bit too, a guy that we were on. He had a great stretch there of quality starts, and then he had a hiccup against Cincinnati. We all know that it was not a good outing there. Uh, and then kind of against the White Sox, kind of spotty there too, but a big bounce back. The last start out against the Tigers, now it is just the Tigers, but he went seven strong in that, uh, only struck out four. So it's not a big strikeout guy, but he's a guy that's been, you know, getting you that quality start in that W. Is there a bit of a letdown today, potentially, after all the emotion of yesterday where the Angels maybe come out a little flat? Potentially, th- there is. I mean, they typically do better against right-handed bats, and they don't strike out. I mean, they have the fewest strikeout rate, the lowest strikeout rate in baseball, and you just mentioned Hirado. I mean, he doesn't strike out a lot A lot of guys, yeah. 6K per 9. You know, there, there's a reason the Angels are favored in this game, and it's... I think this is people getting too fancy. what it is. I think if yeah. you go with Urado, you're getting too fancy a little bit. I think so too. And I don't like narrative discussion and I don't like Griffin either. I don't like Griffin canning. This is somebody who uh, gives up a lot of home runs. Like he's given up 12 home runs in in 11 starts and he's got a high fly ball rate. And we know about Texas. Like, well, and we do. And that's why I want to point out again, 2.9 still no more Mazzara on the FanDuel side. I think he's a great play him and Willie Calhoun at three, two since you chew at three, four, there's a lot to like here with the over under on this game is what it's 10 and a half. Is that where we are? Or is it 11 now? That's uh, no, we're at 10 and a half. And um, I think it goes over that. I'll take the over on that. Oh, one you're today. right. You're right. It's at 11. It's it's jumped up to 11. Yeah, I think right. so, too. I think the over is 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 a great play. And for canning a 49 percent fly ball rate, he just doesn't have the. Yeah, and that screams rate. Willie Calhoun to me. Oh, I mean, yeah. it just screams Willie Calhoun. I'll tell you what, Texas, you want to throw the Yankees, you want to throw Texas. If you just want to fade yeah. that game a little bit in Colorado, I get it. You know, just from a cost perspective, I totally understand. Obviously, DK, as we always say, a little bit harder to do it. Uh, Willie Calhoun's 4-3, not terrible, but if you want to jump up to the gallows of the world, you're looking at the 5-5 five, five range, and that's just a lot. The rest of the guys are kind of in the mid-four. That's fair. Obviously, Trout and Otani are way above there on the fives. All right, let's go over to this Detroit and the White Sox game here. Uh, Loya Menez is at 4K over on DK on FanDuel side. He's 3-1, still a good lineup builder. And Yoel Moncada at 3-1-2 who's had a really good season. I think we can all look back and say, okay, maybe this is the guy we've all been waiting for. He's got 14 dingers on the year. He's been, uh, you know, still strikes out too much, but certainly the batting average has come back. The, the contact's been better. I don't know if there's anything else I want to point out in this game besides those two dudes right now. 
Yeah, that's it. I mean, okay. there's, there's no real reason to get involved with Detroit. All right, so let's move over to Colorado. Now, Peter Lambert is the guy we keep waiting to take our shot with Mr. Lambert. And now we're back in Colorado where I actually was okay with it, but we're in Colorado against the Astros. And I'm just not feeling it. I just can't do it. I'm sorry. I apologize, Peter. I, I We were trying, but we can't make it work today. It's got Wade Miley, Peter Lambert in this one. So how do you slice and dice this slate between the two, uh, between the two sides here, Chris? It's tough. I mean, I think Jose Altuve is still is still very valuable. I mean, we were on him yesterday. He's four one on yeah, um, super FanDuel. cheap, super for, cheap. The, for the situation anyway. Yeah, for the situation uh, in tournaments, you you probably have to get involved with Guerrero. even on DK. He's four six. I mean, that's yeah, makes a thousand dollars almost difference between him and Bregman. I mentioned it on on TQE. Usually, when an opposing team goes into Colorado, they're all in the they're all close to the fives, especially. If you have a lineup like the Astros, I mean, Springer's 5'9", Bregman's 5'4", Brantley yesterday was a little bit cheaper, Altuve was a little bit cheaper than this, so those guys, like, usually, right, the first four or five hitters in a lineup like this, they're all five. I mean, look over the other side, that's what you were seeing with Arenado and Dahl and Blackman, and that's it's exactly what you're seeing. There's some value with Trevor Story as well. He returned yesterday in the lineup. He was only $4,000 on Fandle. He's still only $4,000 on Fandle. That's a pretty good price. Dahl is 3-9, Murphy's 3-4. Like, there's value over on the FanDuel side with some bigger hitters in Colorado compared to, to Houston. I think you probably have to get involved with guys like Garrell, Reddick, maybe White, uh, if he if he gets into the lineup. Like, it's Colorado after all, right? I mean, oh, our boy did. Lambert, like, get him a start on the road. Get him a he's start on the road. He's like six homers and 14 you. homers yeah. and 12 innings at home. Like, and he's been only four runs allowed in 12 innings on the road. Like, yeah. Not tonight. Not tonight, Peter. Sorry. Yeah. So lefties have really crushed Lambert. So I don't know if you want to go. That's why I mentioned Reddick and Brantley. Maybe those are two guys that you can build around. Well, Brantley especially. I think Brantley's Brantley's due for tonight, too. All right. I want to talk about the guy who's the highest rated FanDuel pitcher tonight on Line Star app, and that's Mike Clevenger at 9K uh, on the FanDuel side. So he's 9.7 more expensive on DK. So let's, let's dig in a little bit, as it were find out why they like him so much obviously cleveland's heavily favored here against kansas city pitcher ballpark here uh but it's really basically about you know getting this guy back on track there was a long gap there uh in between starts obviously we know that but it's i I think when you look at clevenger you feel like you're seeing more of the old clevenger lately you've gotten some big strikeout performances things that you want and this is a good opportunity here tonight for him i think if you don't want to play sale and cash because you're worried about obviously not having enough offense to generate, then I think Clevenger is the clear play. And I, and I don't think a terrible one at all. No. And, and you know what, somebody, I think people may be off of him after the last couple starts. Like I think they expected too much in his first outing against Texas. And then against Baltimore, he only lasted like an inning. And yeah. But even the first start, he struck out seven guys in four and two thirds. Oh, it's been know? great. I mean, 31 strikeouts in 18 innings. That's why we should like him. That's why. Well, that's why like yeah. Him. That's why I saw likes him tonight. And against Duffy, I think there's real opportunity for him there. So, I, I think it is a wise play because there's not a lot of options tonight with a big time cash guy. It's sale and then every then you're taking shots. So I don't think it's a I think it makes a lot of sense tonight to go down to Clevenger and load up on the offense. I think it's the smarter way to go in cash tonight. And the really Royals do. have a top 10 striker right over the last month. So, I mean, I know Mondesi came back in their lineup, but the, he still has a lot of swing and misses in his bat, too. So. Yeah, I like Clevenger. I think he's a sneaky little tournament play, to be honest with you. I, I don't expect a lot of people to be on him, you know, despite a decent matchup. I really don't. Yeah. Line Star App's also on Kyle Gibson tonight 
on FanDuel at least because he's 7.1. He's super cheap on there. They like him because of the ballpark factor, but he's going against your boy, Mike Fires, the quality yeah. start machine. So he's 9K over on DK. So a $2,000 difference for Kyle Gibson, night and day in terms of value. And then Fires basically holds even. He's 8 on DK, 8-3 on FanDuel. So are you going to pick a side or are you going to walk away from the 50-50? Yeah, I'm going to walk away. These two guys are the same. Like, they, they really are. I agree. Are. <laughs> I'm going to walk away from it, too. They're, they're, they're contact guys. They're ratio guys. And, you know, they've had some success, both of them. Fires, particularly at home. I mean, it's it's eight straight quality starts. It's 3.08 ERA at home. He's been really good. He hasn't allowed more than three runs since April 20th. But he just doesn't strike anybody out. He's doing it with high contact rates, high hard hit rates, and high fly ball rates, which is which is not good. Like there's gonna be some regression from him, but I'm just gonna pass. Oh, move along. Matt Olson again yesterday, another home run. I mean, Chris Davis is only three six on DraftKings. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. Like, you know I'm what? You gotta take advantage that. of that three six on, on DK because you don't see that kind of number associated with that kind of power very often. That just does not happen. Three, uh, Sean Anderson, yeah. Cal Quantrill in this one. Again, this is a hard pass for the pitchers, but in the offenses, same old deal as always. Nobody likes the San Francisco Giants offense with good reason because they stink. Yeah. Uh, Padres, it's about, you know, do you get a dinger? You get a dinger from Renfro or Fran Meal. Uh, Machado's even come down on price a little bit too. He's down to four tonight. I uh, used at four three yesterday. Uh, but look, then you got Adam Wainwright, Mike Leak. I think we kind of passed on this game yesterday. I'm willing to pass again. Did you have anything here with Seattle and St. Louis that you wanted to point out? No, just leaks a contact guy so i don't mind martinez and if edmund gets in there just some standalone value that's it what he's, about he's... tyler o'neill at 2k if he's in there on fanduel as a lineup builder tonight yeah I, I wrote him up yesterday at tq i said why not take the free square uh on him and I, 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 I feel the same i feel the same square. guy has power we all know that i mean he strikes out but he's got power and leak allows bombs it does and you know what let's point out jose martinez again at 2-4 you know Absolutely. let's ride the wave screw Absolutely. it screw it let's ride the wave okay mike leak <laughs> <laughs> very hittable and the last is walker bueller who is a thousand dollars less roughly than chris sale 10-1 over on FanDuel, 10-9 on dk so uh, still you're getting a discount with him there bueller's been brilliant he's another one where if you if you're a little gun shy of clevenger but you don't want to spend up to chris sale boy do i have a picture for you yeah. and his name is walker bueller tonight at home against the diamondbacks it's hard not to like it i mean the guy is he was so one of my sick. favorite pitchers coming into this year, and uh, I know some people were a little concerned early on, but he's been much better now. The last one, you take that start, you throw it out the window, was at Colorado. I really don't care. Yeah, so exactly. Before that, was 16 strikeouts, and he put up 79 points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's good. He's real he's good. good. He's good at the baseball, as they say. Um, also in that game, too, Max Muncy, the lefty against the righty, Merrill Kelly, 3.9. Uh, Justin Turner, if he's in the lineup at 3.2. And uh, Verdugo even as well. And Peterson at the top, the two lefties. So, you know, this is the thing when you get into, when you get a righty against this Dodger team, they have so many left-handed bats they can throw at you. It really becomes difficult, I think, for a right-handed pitcher. It's a, it's a tough task. Yeah, no, it, it really is. And, you know, we did skip over San Fran, and they've scored 23 runs in their last two games. So if you're, I just wanted to point out quickly. Well, they've, I, they've, I, who, they faced the Padres yesterday. They who faced was it last weekend. I forgot. The Padres back-to-back games. Mm, Padres so, pitching helps. Okay. All right. Yeah. Fair. So I, and I just, I thought about this late at TQA around four o'clock and I included it at the, at the end. If you're just looking for one or two cheap, cheap punt, punt plays, it may be like a Brandon Belt or Posey's been better, but I don't really want to go there. But like a Brandon no. Belt or an Evan Longoria get into the lineup. 
Well, Pablo's even had moments super too. super cheap. Yes, and Quantrill has had a couple moments at two four. Absolutely, and Quantrill is just he's struggled against lefties so far. So I mean, if you, if Belt is leading off for them, I mean, it's not a bad guy if you're just looking for that punt play. Like, oh my goodness, I need a guy who's three four three eight. Hey, why not Brandon Belt leading off? At least in the late slate, it will allow you to do a bunch of things. All right, so we already talked about some of the we already talked about some of the overs today. What else are you looking for from the betting lines? Uh, from the betting lines, well, I like the Cubs. Uh, I think we should be all over the Cubs. We pick the Red Sox by two runs over the Blue Jays. Uh, I'm not going to go with Tampa. I got I got a lot of respect for Means, but I, I do like the under in that ball game. Um, I'm going to like the Yankees to bounce back against Vargas and the Mets. I do like the Angels on the road um, I, against Gerardo. I think they're they're in a decent spot there. The over between Oakland and Minnesota. I'm going to go there with my two guys, Gibson and Fires. I think uh, I think we'll get the over there. And um, why not ride Hood San Fran? Maybe there's something here. I mean, they're road dogs. I mean, the Padres, nothing special. Let's go with the yeah. upset there. All right. So I need a I need a W here. Okay. I need one. It's been a couple days since one. I got one right, which I know doesn't sound like a long time. But in That's- our world, it is, Chris. It's a long time. We call our shot like on a daily basis here. But I think our boy was right, correct? Nitro DFS got Puig. He was. He got Puig. So you it. still got one from the Line Star team because – there's no way we're going over. That doesn't happen. The three of us do not go over though. So make sure you're following Nitro DFS over on Twitter too. Make sure you're getting all his content over on Line Star. I'm gonna go with Michael Brantley in Colorado. I said yesterday I'm not gonna take Colorado because it's cheap and tawdry and I feel dirty. But you know what? It's all right. I need a I need a win. So I'm gonna go with Michael Brantley against uh, my boy Peter Lambert. All right, where are you going tonight? Where are you calling your shot, Chris Meany? Suarez is not gonna hit a home run for the four straight game, right? He's I don't know, gonna, Chris Meany, is he? You tell me. He's not going to do it. Uh, do it. I got to go to Texas. It, it just makes sense. Like Griffin Canning, a 50% fly ball rate would be the highest in baseball if he just had a, like two more starts. So it's just t- taking a look at the Texas lineup here, just against righties, high fly ball rates. It's actually Rugnet Odor, 44% fly ball rate. I'm not going to go there with him. I'm going to I'm gonna take the easy way out. I'm going to pick no. Joey Gallo. <laughs> Yes, no, no Rugnetto door for you tonight, please. No Rugnetto door for me tonight. I, I think if Cabrera can get in there, he's he's got a really high fly ball rate as well, forty three percent. There's a lot of Texas guys that swing for the fences, um, you know. But I, I will go with Joey Gallo. It seems like a bit of a cop out. No, it's a, a good, good spot for him. It wouldn't shock me if uh, Chu went yard in that one. Uh, that Calhoun. was my other other one too. I Chu mean, that you're gonna get a dinger there from more than one of those guys tonight definitely you know, calhoun was definitely on my radar too. those guys we talked about them earlier in the show right. so that'll do it for us but of course we're gonna be back tomorrow not friday but tomorrow that's right chris meany and i special july 4th episode because there's so many damn games and we're gonna have you covered because you got the day off and you want to hang out get up in the morning you have your little cup of coffee you play a little dfs while you're listening to our show you get your lineups ready to go boom We'll be here for you on the Line Star app. You can follow us on Twitter at Line Star app, at Line Star MLB, at Joe PZPS17, and at Chris Meany. Make sure you get your fantasy football black book 2019 because football is just around the corner, baby. So go after it. Go get it because, uh, you know, you get the Amazon Prime. You get it in, the, what, free shipping two days. Boom, right in your hand. That's where you want it. All right, that'll do it for me and Meany. There's only one thing left to do, and that's step out of the on-deck circle and into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meaney.